I got a great, uh, great program coming up for you next uh, hour. Stand by. Um, taking care of your dog's health and happiness is about getting a whole lot easier for you. The answer is Rough Greens, and it was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black to give your dog the essential nutrients he or she needs that they're probably not getting. Um, it's not a dog food. I mean, if if you know anything about dog foods, dog foods have to last on the shelf for up to two years, which means they have to be sterilized, which means uh, the, the stuff that's in them is not really good for your dog. All of the good stuff has been, you know, flash uh, fired out of it. So you put this on top of your dog food and it has everything that's just been cooked out. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, the things your dog needs to be healthier. Just try a free trial bag right now. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Pay for the shipping. They'll send this one to you for free just to make sure that your dog likes it. But watch the difference in your dog over the months. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. some good news. Putin said last night in a speech to his own people that he was going to increase uh, his uh, incursion activity. Uh, He said also that uh, the threat of nuclear war is not a bluff. Okay, (laughs) didn't think you were bluffing, but thank you, man who throws people that disagree with him off the roof. Um, And the Department of Homeland Security is buckling down on uh, the border. I think they finally get it. Uh, They have decided to make a massive change. Um, All of their vehicles are going to be electric. Uh, So we've got that. We've got that going for us. Also, good news. Bill and Hillary Clinton are back in the spotlight. Oh, thank goodness. The Clinton initiative is back. Oh, wait until I tell you about that in 60 seconds. Okay, buying and selling homes is hard work. Most of the time, getting your house ready to sell is trying to herd cats, you know, that all want to go in a different direction. And unless you're used to the so-called art of the deal, going into the negotiating end of the home buying process can be pretty dicey, especially now. Hey, good news, interest rates are going up. And Wells Fargo, God bless them, they just said uh, we should just rip off the Band-Aid and today's interest rate should go up a point and a half, maybe even two points. The stock market, by the way, has been taking a nosedive uh, this week and last week for a couple of reasons. But one is the Fed's going to raise interest rates and they say maybe by three quarters of a point and everybody's panicking. Thank you, Wells Fargo. 
You're no, you're really good. Oh, oh, that Wells Fargo wagon is running me down in the street every day right now. Oh my gosh. Oh, anyway, uh, if you want to buy or sell a house right now, got to have somebody great. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Free service to you. Okay. Hi, Stu. <laughs> Glenn? How are you? Wonderful. How are you? Oh, better now that the Clinton Global Initiative can come back. We've been counting down the days. Oh, we have. You know, it's weird. They they shut down the Global Initiative. Their charitable work all went away after Trump. And uh, wow, that's hmm. It was a sad day when all that corruption, all that charity had to go away but the clinton global initiative is back yeah yes and bill clinton said the challenges we face are steep but they've been steep for a long time now and the global initiative is always and has always been about what we can do not about what we can't do for instance why talk about you can't set up a fake front for charity and launder money through that. They don't want to talk about what they can't do. They want to know what they can achieve. What they can achieve. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great. Let me just give you a couple of, um, a couple of things. BlackRock was there. Yeah. Is that great? BlackRock was, was there. Uh, And Larry Fink, so aptly named, uh, said, you know, it's time to change the, um, the World Bank and the IMF. We need to change the charters. Here he is. We must change the charters of the IMF and the World Bank, or we're, or we're not going to get there. Oh. There's just not. There's just not enough capital. Good applause there. It is estimated to decarbonize yeah. the emerging world is a trillion dollars a year. We're talking maybe a hundred billion dollars is moving into the in the emerging world, and so. Um, but but there's, a, there's huge pools of capital, but that capital is just not equipped to be taking the first loss piece. And so if we're really serious about the notion of moving the world faster so our children and grandchildren can have that bright future, it has to be done in a, in, in a way that we're bringing all the governments together. Mm. We have to relook at the the responsibilities and the roles of the World Bank and the IMF. Mm-hmm. And they play important roles. They have important Mm-hmm. connections with all these countries mm-hmm. that wouldn't that be great we should just get all of the countries together to make rules you know we get all the elites together and they can just make these new rules because they know what's best for us right hey woman get me another bear i'm just sitting here listening to clayton initiative because they know what they're talking about and then you had unilever now, Unilever doesn't own everything yet, but they're working on it. Now, Unilever wanted to warn the Clinton Global Initiative there is a dangerous backlash that is happening. It's very dangerous. Listen. In 1939, George Orwell wrote that we have sunk to such depths that stating the obvious is the first responsibility of every person. 
And he was talking about a book on power um, mm. written by Bertrand Russell, but it applies to today because stating the obvious that we have an emergency, we have a climate emergency, ah. is becoming an unpopular thing to do. This mm. anti-sustainability backlash, mm. this anti-woke backlash, um, is incredibly dangerous for the world. And the first thing that Unilever will do is we will not back down on this agenda. Oh, that is great. Mm. Go out and buy your Unilever products, Ben and Jerry's. Uh, just go out and keep Unilever. They're not going to back down because stating the obvious is the most dangerous thing you can do and the, and the, and the thing that every citizen should do. So this anti-woke agenda and the anti-ESG agenda is very dangerous and... We just need to state it, you know, tell the truth, you know. Global warming is going to be solved through a group of corporations that are doing everything behind everybody's back and they're forcing everyone kind of through like mob tactics. And that's the obvious thing. It's going to work by impoverishing people and giving that money to the giant corporations, to the government leaders, politicians. That's what's going to solve global warming. Okay, that's so obvious. Why aren't we all saying that? He is right about one thing, Orwell. You must state the obvious. You must state the obvious. No, men cannot get pregnant. No, you shouldn't be teaching that to my kindergartner, my first grader, my third grader. No. Yeah, I mean, you know, what you do in your own time is cool. But uh, the shop teacher that has the big bazoombas, you, you're working through something. I don't know what it is, but you're working through something to where prosthetic boobs and they, they cover from your shoulders to your waist with giant like grape-like things for nipples out front. And you show up to teach kids in that and a skirt and a wig. There's something wrong with you, okay? If you want to do that in your own time, go ahead, do that in your own time. But you think that's appropriate to do in school? No, I'm going to state the obvious. There's something wrong with you. Oh, how can he say that? How does he know what's wrong? You know, because we all really know what's right and wrong. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. I mean, I could go both ways on the These things are obvious, they are obvious. So begin to state the obvious truth. Okay, so uh, BlackRock Fink also said that in the next seven months, we are expecting some skyrocketing energy prices. Um, and uh, the skyrocketing energy prices were shrinking the green premium and causing more investment to flow into green energy sources. Wow, it is almost as if the energy crisis helps the ESG people and the green agenda people. Wouldn't it be weird if we found out that this whole energy crisis was caused by the green energy Oh, man, I should state the obvious. It is. Did we have this energy problem? Oh, I don't know. November 2020? Nope. Energy independent. Why aren't we now? 
the green agenda. Now, because of the rise in energy prices, we are seeing that uh, the amount of investment dollars that are going into new decarbonization technologies is accelerating. But in the next seven months, we are in transition. And it's not going to be a pretty transition, Fink told the global initiative attendees. Have you heard that from our leadership? Have you have you been told that? Hey, by the way, we wanted to involve you in this. What do you think about getting out of all fossil fuels? No, that's what would happen in a republic. We would have that debate, but we're not allowed to debate. Gee, that's a First Amendment thing, isn't it? Oh, but the First Amendment is wrong. The obvious is, for 200 years, this country has made progress. It's had setbacks. It's done things that were wrong. But for 200 years, we all agreed on the fundamental principles that all men are created equal. And governments are, are created by men. To Oh my gosh, did he just say men? Yes, but I have a Y instead of an E. So anyway, uh, created by men to be able to protect those rights and that we're the ones that chart the course. That is no longer true. He says it's not going to be a pretty transition. We have food insecurity worldwide. Wow. Okay, we have food insecurity. So then why is Europe and America now doubling down their attack on farmers? If we have worldwide food insecurity, why would you do that now? He says it's going to be creating a more elevated crisis. We have not yet seen all of the increases that we should expect in food. And we have imbalances in energy right now in the short term. Gee, that's what they're saying behind closed doors at the Clinton Initiative. But I'm not hearing that from our administration. I thought this great new, you know, inflation reduction bill was was really working to bring things down. On top of that, we have the European government, the UK government and the United States government doing quite a large amount of fiscal stimulus at a time when we're seeing record inflation. Huh. He says there's a lack of hope in the world and a growing fear because of economic instability. No, I think the fear is that the people who have caused all these problems have gained even more power. And uh, the fear is that you guys think you're going to win and you have enough power right now to make the world an absolute hellscape until we get back to reason. I think that's the fear. Here's the hope. If there's a lack of hope, it's because there's a lack of faith in God. All of these things he knew about, all of these things have been foretold. All of these things are in his hands. That doesn't excuse us because we were sent here at this time for a reason. You are alive today, not necessarily to make some huge impact. You are to influence the people in your circle. That's it. And your circle might just be your best friend. It might just be your family. 
But that's enough. But you must stand up. You are on the right side of history. This is all coming undone. And the left knows it. That's why they're saying you're such a danger. And I don't mean Republicans. You guys are just terrorists. I mean why they said at the Global Clinton Initiative, anybody who's against ESG and anti-woke is a real danger. They know they don't have it locked up. And when we begin to stand up with honor, integrity, with peace, but with not the Lamb of God, the Lion of God, leading the way, they will sit back down. There's your hope. Find your way to it. Back in a minute. Cynthia wrote about her experience with uh, Relief Factor. She says, last night I was able to sleep through the night without waking up from pain and the cramping from my right hip and leg. It's almost the end of my second week of taking Relief Factor, and it's the first time I felt genuinely hopeful that my life will go back to normal. <laughs> it will never go back to normal. Oh, she's talking about pain. Uh, thank you so much about uh, for Relief Factor, Glenn. Cynthia, I'm so glad that you got your life back. Uh, Relief Factor was developed by doctors, has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain. Three-week quick start developed for you at 1995, just to see if you're like Cynthia or if you're like me. There's no way this stuff was going to work for me. Oh, yeah, it's all natural, and it fights inflammation. Nothing! Now I could take ibuprofen. Oh, he's uh, he, I gave him a prescription. Listen, don't drive with that ibuprofen 800. I could take the whole bottle and nothing would happen except my stomach would bleed. This strangely works for me. Just see if it works for you. It's relieffactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 3-week quick start. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, wow, this is a story that sticks out as not making sense to me. The Amalgamated Bank, which is the same bank that refuses to do business with anyone in the gun industry, but also is the union's bank and basically bankrolls the Democratic National Committee. This union bank was behind the successful push to create a new merchant category for gun and ammunition stores, even though, according to Gun Owners of America, union members are usually very pro-gun. The Amalgamated Bank, which works with more than a thousand unions, sub, uh, uh, submitted the application to the International Standards Organization for new codes. And the code is key to creating new tools that all financial institutions must now use to begin detecting and reporting suspicious activity associated with gun trafficking and mass shootings to the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. The government agency is charged with safeguarding the financial system from illicit use. We all have to do our part to stop gun violence. Now, see, this doesn't make sense because, I mean, I understand if you don't like guns, but everybody's so focused on controlling every aspect of our life, making sure that you don't fight back 
you know, in any way, shape or form and trying to intimidate you. Why would this bank decide to go after the average person's guns or make a list of who has guns or what people are buying? Because I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering if you went out and you bought guns or a gun, some ammunition and a safe, but it was two thousand dollars. Would. Would that become suspicious activity that the bank should report? I don't know. Nobody does. Visa doesn't know. Visa strangely was completely against this, said this was a very bad thing. Now they just come out and say, we're all for it, you know, and we'll never, we'll never support illegal activity with our cards, but all legal products, they'll go ahead. They can't stop that. It's legal. Wow. Hmm. Okay. This is about denying purchases, period. That's all this is. And we need a, a dual economy. We need another economy. Tonight on television, I'm going to be talking about that. I'm going to show you the road to serfdom. I'm also going to show you an amazing fact. One of the things I learned uh, about the uh, 15th century during the Renaissance in Florence Wow, I stood in front of a building and I'm like, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. Where was it? Nobody could remember. And I'm like, no, I've stood in front of this building before and I've never been to Florence. And then it dawned on me. Oh, I'm going to show you what I learned. Oh, the mask will come off. The scales will fall from your eyes. Uh, That's tonight at 9 p.m., Eastern time only on blaze TV that will be 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and I think like 1115 Aleutian time so make sure you I have no idea make sure that you join us now uh, and join us at blaze TV become a subscriber blaze tv.com blaze tv.com um, just go to blaze tv.com slash Glenn and save right now and we will see you tonight at nine and we don't have any episodes or anything worth seeing before do we Stu? anything before that show at nine it's a powerhouse have uh, we're out of time Wait, but i'm I, sorry the glenn back program american financing nmls 182334 www.nmls the time for sitting on the fence about your home finances has come and gone we are entering a period of intense economic pressure most of the warning signs are already receding in the rearview mirror you cannot and should not wait around for the economy to magically fix itself i can think uh, i think that you do know um, that the people in charge just watch the Fed today. Oh, and then join me tonight. You're going to love it. But anyway, watch what they're doing. Call American Financing today. This is a company that's been helping people just like you with loan options for over two decades. They actually care about helping you save money so you can refinance your mortgage to a lower fixed rate. If you have an adjustable, God help you. 
they will also provide other types of loans even just helping you find ways to raise your credit score which is incredibly important right now call american financing at 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 or go to americanfinancing.net americanfinancing.net it's the home of Stu Does America. What? Also, Glenn Beck and some other stuff. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Oh, my. It is. Seriously. This is good, what's happening in uh, Russia right now. Um, Vladimir Putin, who just put a Russian pop uh, singer, pop star, one of the biggest stars, I, I guess, who would she be like? Beyonce, um, one of the biggest stars, um, all kinds of awards from Putin. Even uh, he's just arrested his uh, or her uh, husband because uh, he spoke out against the war. And so Putin declared him a foreign agent. And now she's saying, I want to be declared a foreign agent, too. If really my husband's a foreign agent, then I must be one, too. Um, sh- keep that to yourself. Don't, don't, no, it, it probably won't end well for you. Stay away from windows and rooftops. I'm just saying. Uh, yesterday, last night, in a very unusual and still unexplained move, Vladimir Putin was two hours late for his speech. He is always on time. The nation waited and waited and waited for him to give this groundbreaking speech on Ukraine. It was late. Uh, After two hours, the Russian news agency said, go to bed. He's not coming. He gave it uh, in the morning, which is late last night, our time. And uh, he uh, he he did make some announcements, uh, which, you know, it, wonderful. He um, announced a partial military mobilization, putting the country's people and economy on a wartime footing. Um, he he said we have to turn Ukraine's people into cannon, uh, cannon fodder. Uh, he said mobilization events would begin Wednesday today. He didn't say what that was other than he had ordered an increase in funding to boost Russia's weapons production. Um, he uh, he's also now telling uh, the uh, the industries what they should and shouldn't make. I can't think of the last time because Germany just did that. They've just taken over some companies and they're like, hey, we got to take over because, you know, we've got an emergency on our hands. When was the last time Germany and Russia we're telling their companies what to make. Oh man, there was a. Was it when they wanted went into the beetle production in the 1960s? Oh no, that that happened earlier too. I can't remember, but uh, the partial mobilization is kind of hazy. Uh, he wants citizens to contribute more to the war effort, uh, but they haven't declared war. This is a special military operation he said i reiterate we are talking about partial mobilization that is only citizens who are currently in the reserves will be subject to constrict constriction conscription and above all those who served in armed forces have a certain military specialty and relevant experience conscripts uh, conscripts will be uh, obligatory 
and they'll go through the additional military training based on the experience of the special military operation before departing to the unit. So he's calling everybody up. He also said that uh, uh, it, it, nuclear options are on the table. No joke. He said this isn't a joke. I, I don't know if he was making fun of Joe Biden, but he said it's it's not a joke uh, that nuclear uh, options are on the table i've seen the translated as not a bluff yeah as well yeah okay which neither one makes me feel good no 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 and what makes me feel worse is i'm seeing msnbc and cnn uh run you know the chiron at the bottom of the screen uh joe biden is going to be speaking now at the un and it's saying uh he's about to give a critical speech about the war. What worries you with this? Critical. What worries you with this situation overall, though? Not just the speech from Biden, but Russia, Ukraine. What do you see as the... the Nuclear war? Just, I mean, how does that happen? How, how, how does how, that happen? Yeah. Um, the, uh, we have a guest... Can we can we ask to push back? I'm I'm so sorry. We just got the the president's speech is is coming. Um, the uh, what, what's what I think it could happen is I think that the world leadership they want war. The way to change everything is to have a war because everybody's so concerned about war that mm, oh well, who cares about the dollar or replacing it or you are no longer doing that job or we don't have fertilizer. All of that stuff becomes secondary to a global war. Mm. Um, Putin knows this. The Western leadership clearly knows this. I fear that Putin could do something that would be provocative and we will jump in and escalate. And before you know it, we're in nuclear war. Look, uh, can we would you describe this? Let's do play by play on this. This is from Princeton University. This was plan A. What would happen if Russia dropped a tactical nuke uh, on Ukraine or somewhere in that area? Just a tactical nuke, which is not, you know, Hiroshima. What would happen? Well, would you like to play a game? Plan A. Uh, what follows is a description of how conflict between Russia and the United States could escalate from conventional war to all-out war. Uh, the first, nuclear warning shots. Um, the simulation begins with the concept of conventional conflict, and Russia uses one plane to drop a non uh, a um, a nuclear weapon, non-conventional, and uh, it's a little slow. There it is. There's there's the one bomb. So they drop one bomb. What is our response? This is what I fear. Our response. D- Joe Biden is the tough guy. I mean, he was with Corn Pop on the mean streets by the pool, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> 
and he is a tough guy that, oh, yeah, well, I'll show Putin. So they go into the tactical plan, which our response. What is our response here, Stu? Can you see that? So small, I can't. NATO responds, uh, and I think they they uh, respond by sending uh, three planes, and we start to drop. Uh, we drop one nuclear tactical, tactical nuclear weapon in response, and right. then Russia. They 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 escalated just a tad here. Yeah, and they start to send planes out, and they're dropping regular nukes, and now they're starting to attack not only Ukraine, but also the NATO countries uh, on the border of Russia. We see this happen. We launch our planes and we start to nuke uh, some cities in in Russia. Then they launch their nukes towards us. Well, they've got nukes that are being now launched from missile silos. We better respond. So we launch our missiles from our silos. And if you're watching the Blaze TV, it is stunning the the look. Already three and a half million people are dead. And that's just basically in Europe and Russia. Now we launch just from the center of our country. We don't launch the full thing. We launch from our subs. And we launch into Russia and we aim at their nuclear silos. But as our nukes are coming down on their silos, they realize we better launch because we will lose our silos and all of our nukes. And so they launch at our nuclear silos. It's great. It's great because then we're going to launch again on other silos. And then it gets even better because then they launch at our 30 biggest cities and then we launch on their biggest cities and then global warming is true it goes from 80 <laughs> degrees to 7000 degrees overnight you it's have great. To, you have no choice but to laugh uh, but it is really really it's, disturbing and this is again from princeton it's not just something somebody made right and it's it, what's what's so concerning about this is if you want to reduce the surplus population if you believe there is such a thing as a surplus population, if you want to reset the entire world, remember, who's Putin's brain? Who's Putin's brain? Putin's brain is Alexander Dugan. Alexander Dugan is the guy who came up with this whole thing in Ukraine. And his plan ends with... Literally, in his words, the literal biblical Armageddon, that we must completely destroy all of technology and and all of the old world, if you will, the one we're currently living in, so the world can be reset. He makes Klaus Schwab seem like my best friend. That's who designed this so what you might think could never happen could very well happen because remember the things we're talking about in the news today much of it i told you would happen and 
even I thought to myself, can it? That can't happen. Really? And look at the world we're living in. We'll be watching his speech. We're waiting for him to address the U.N. General Assembly. Uh, They're calling it a critical speech, a response to Vladimir Putin. We will be watching that closely in the next few minutes. Stand by. You know, the world would be a much nicer place if just people just were happy with their stuff and you let other people keep their stuff. But no, 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 we can't do that. That's my territory. No, that's my territory. This is my nuke. Well, I'll show you my nukes. Uh, sharing. Sharing is really what it's all about. huh? We have cyber criminals on a much smaller scale who can't just leave well enough alone. They have to have your stuff as well. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. It is part of a digital war. It is. Everything we do is online. So you don't want to cut internet security and safety out of your budget. Get 25% off right now of subscription to LifeLock. I think they're the best in the business. They're the top of the line in cybersecurity. They have both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK, 25% off. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Joe Biden has uh, just uh, entered uh, the United Nations where he's expected to give a speech on Ukraine. We are going to be following that uh, closely for you. This is a critical speech. By the way, doesn't uh, Zelensky have a war to fight or something? He was at the Clinton Global Initiative in New York yesterday. You know, so he's got time for that. Got time for that. That's good. I'm glad. Maybe we could send him some more stuff to uh, to help him. Yeah. Um. I'm just looking at uh, the news and what is happening. And uh, we have J.D. Vance coming up here. Yeah, that's a big one. We we haven't had him on yet, have we? I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. They're doing everything they can to destroy that guy. Oh, yeah. That's uh, he was like the hero. He was like the artistic hero. I mean, they're making Netflix movies with the guy's work. And he was this. And then all of a sudden... He decided No, he might be even worse than Trump. Now, of course, everybody who is now running is worse than Trump. And he's running in Ohio in a relatively close race. What do the polls show? Because there's some really good poll numbers that are starting to come out. I think it's good if you if you have been following the left wing sort of spin on this, that there's incredible Democratic momentum. momentum. I think you'd look at the polls and you'd say, well, actually, a lot of these races are really close. A lot of them have moved much closer. You know, Pennsylvania and Arizona come to mind much closer than they were, which doesn't usually indicate Democratic momentum. I mean, this they were Democratic leads. Now the Democratic leads are much smaller or they're tied. 
That's we also, momentum. We've also seen uh, J.D. Vance and Herschel Walker, who were in some polls slightly behind oh, yeah. a month or two Herschel ago. Walker, now are like 15 points behind. It's now slightly ahead. Yeah. Which is a reverse. That, that, that's what I would call momentum. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, the, and So I think if you look at this and you say, okay, this is a Republican year, they're going to easily sweep the Senate, you would be... You wouldn't love these polls. If you look at this and you say, wait a minute, everyone's been saying the Democrats have all this momentum. The Dobbs decision has turned the tables and and now the Democrats are running away with this thing. You look at these polls and you say, wait a minute, it looks like the Republicans are uh, right there. I mean, this is a what I would say right now is just a really freaking close election. Uh, some of right. these races uh, will teeter uh, back and forth and whichever way they turn, like like in J.D. Vance's race could be the control of the Senate, and it could mean um, a, a crazy left-wing Supreme Court justice mm-hmm. in the next couple of years. I mean, this is, there's yeah, a lot of If we don't have line. the Senate, we, we could very well have a very crazy, crazy left-wing uh, Supreme Court justice being nominated and sworn in. Uh, the Senate is really important. Republicans, independents, anybody who is aware of what's really going on, you have got to vote and get someone to vote with you. Get them in the car with you and make sure everyone you know votes. The Glenn Beck Program.